120. We're going to sing this for both. He asked, I talked to him this morning on the phone. He wanted to sing Amazing Grace. Amen. Let's sing this for both, okay? You mean Victory? Victory Jesus. Victory Jesus, 120. Let's go to our 
you know, we slipped up the line to pray for them before we have our devotion this morning. And again, let's pray, continue praying for Bo and uh, Bo and Linda, and yes, and God, we can continue praying for Bob. Uh, let him lift him up. Pray for Jess this morning. My little baby girl. It's a different world. Huh? Visiting three days this week. So, y'all, please remember. Wow. Again, we have so much to pray for. Anyone else? Y'all may, you know, I'm probably, Lonnie, y'all probably know Joanne Fuller. But, you know, her husband passed away last week. And she was riding in the Trail of Tears. Something happened there in the end and Waterloo and he was having surgery on multiple bone fractures this morning at Saturday. There's a uh, a young man that uh, there's no relation to me. Uh, but when uh, him and my grandsons were growing up, he was with them a lot and he always calls me grandmother. And uh, they have a little boy, Ethan, and uh, he, his health is really bad. Um, Ethan is six years old, and he's already had a liver transplant. Wow. And uh, so he's in the hospital now, and uh, had multiple things wrong with him. So uh, y'all would remember Ethan. And uh, continue praying for you know Chris's mom. Major. Uh, we went to the nursing home last last Sunday and saying had a wonderful time. That is a blessing. Hey, Brother Wayne, I, I need to say something about that because uh, this morning when I was over there, uh, nurse after nurse, patient after patient said, "Are y'all gonna be back this afternoon?" <laughs> I said, "No, maybe that's something we can consider doing." Yeah, we need to consider. Oh, it was really a blessing. Now, one of the one of the nurses said, "You know, that's the best church I've had all week." Wow. <laughs> that was a blessing. That turned out really good. Well, let's go. Yeah, yes, this morning. I talked with Miss Kathy yesterday. Again, we have just a long list to pray for. So 
Let's do this. Let's take. Let's come to the altar and uh, lift these up in prayer. And then after our prayer, we'll have our uh, devotion this morning. If y'all don't mind, come to the altar. And, uh, can I call on you, Brother Mike, to lead us in this prayer? Appreciate everybody coming out this morning. Yeah, amen. amen. Uh, being with us for Sunday school. And just join right in. We we have a pretty good time here during Sunday school. Y'all tend to learn a lot, or I do. Uh, anybody got anything you'd like to share this morning? Any triumphs or tragedies? Uh, anything that you'd like to share from the week before today? weekend went out and looked at my muscadine vine. I hadn't paid any attention to it since probably June or July. I had a few little green berries on it. And I raised those leaves up and that thing was just hanging. It's one little bush, one little vine I planted eight or ten years ago, I guess, and it's just turned into a mound. And uh, so I get a bucket and I start picking it. Not long, my little gallon bucket's full. I don't get another one and it's full. I ended up with four gallons off of that one vine. I guess they're gallons, they're little plastic buckets, not that big and not that high. So carried me a washroom, cleaned them up, put them in the refrigerator, and uh, got up yesterday morning and I was just 
I will make jelly. I never had made jelly before. I need to talk to some of you ladies. Thank you, Kilgo. Something like that. Thank you. But I, uh, I worked those things up, and the lady helped me and cooked them down and strained them and drained them and strained them and made this pretty juice. And I bought these pretty little jars and. Did my sure tail and all that stuff, and I put them in there, and I was so proud of them. And set them over there, and they were like, boom, boom, boom. They started sealing. They <laughs> Every one of them sealed. So I went back a couple of hours later when they cooled off. It's still liquid. <laughs> I don't know what I did wrong. Cook it longer. Cook it longer. Yes. Okay. That's what I thought, probably. But anyway, so that was my tragedy. But. Elizabeth and Adam and Ezekiel were coming over last night. And I say that because he's pretty close now. And uh, Adam's uh, family is originally from Poland. And I had bought a kielbasa sausage, Polish sausage. Went out in the garden, picked some bell peppers and sliced them up. And put a big old pile of them on my griddle plate, put it out on the grill and cooked them. Came in and there was my, my, my tragedy from the jelly went away because I had a treasure from the, the kielbasa and, and the onions and peppers. So, you know, things go up and down in life, up and down in life. But we just got to keep working on it. And everything that we do, we just, we just need to keep working on stuff. And the more you do, the more you learn. And the more you learn, the better you are. You not make that tragedy the next time. As a matter of fact, I still got probably enough juice for 24 more pints, so I'm going to try it again in the morning. But uh, if you later let me have kitchen again. Uh, <laughs> but uh, Did you clean up your mess? <laughs> I did. I even cleaned up that griddle thing. And, uh, a little bit sleepy today. But, um, you know, uh, if, if you'd like to turn with me, the uh, devotion this morning is from 15th chapter of Romans. And it kind of tells us what we ought to do um, uh, and it just gives us a kind of a guideline. Uh, we, we love our neighbor. We learn and we, um, we have patience and we receive hope through patience. And, uh, we're, we, we become like-minded toward each other. And when we do that, we can do anything. And uh, all through that, we do it just to glorify God. Not for ourselves. Anything we do, uh, we shouldn't do it to glorify ourselves. Um, and maybe that was my lesson in the jail. Because I was going to be so proud of that jail, I was going to tell everybody about how good it was. Maybe even give some of it away. But uh, I learned my lesson. I've, I've, got, I've got to be better at what I do, whatever I do. It don't matter how hard I tried, but I did something wrong. But um, in the 15th chapter of Romans, it says, We then that are strong ought to bear the infirmities of the weak and not to please ourselves. Let every one of us please his neighbor for his good to edification. For even Christ pleased not himself, but as is written, the reproach of them that reproached thee fell on me. For whatsoever things were written aforetime were written for our learning, that we through patience and comfort of the scriptures might have hope. Now the God of patience and consolation grant you be like-minded uh, one toward another according to Jesus Christ, Christ Jesus, that you may with one mind and one mouth glorify God, even the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Wherefore, receive you one another as Christ also received us to the glory of God. And as I read that, it's just such a, a simple little, little thing. You know, those of us that are able, if we're strong and able, and we've got somebody that we're associated with that needs help, it shouldn't be a burden to us. It should be something we just feel like we, we're going to do that. We're going to help them out. And not because we're going to get glory or pay or something for it, because we're going to help them out. And, and through that, we will learn. We'll, we'll get all these blessings that, that uh, you know, <coughs> If you've ever had a neighbor that you didn't get along with, your home is not as happy as it is if you do 
if you've got neighbors there, we've got good neighbors at our house. Um, I don't worry about stuff. I, you know, if I leave my lawnmower sitting out there, I don't worry that it's going to be gone. But uh, we, you know, we've got good neighbors, and we help each other out along our little College Street hill there. And uh, that's that's what we do, and uh, it seems to work out really good. But at the end, it says uh, on here, verse seven. Wherefore receive you one another as Christ also received us to the glory of God. And how did how did he receive us to the glory of God? What means did he use? Love and sacrifice, wasn't it? He loved us enough that he sacrificed his body, his life for us. And if we do that toward our our fellow uh, humankind, uh, if, if we give of our time, we give of our blessings, if we give of that that's, that we've been blessed with, I don't see how it can help but bless us. And, and on the backside of that, I mean, you know, it's just, um, it just makes sense to me that if, when, when we do what we can to help other people, God's going to take care of us. It may not be with great riches or anything, but it's just peace and comfort of being able to, to live life uh, uh, peacefully and and you know in accord with His will and um, loving our neighbors and loving our friends uh, makes you want to just makes you want to do more makes you want to do more. So as we go through life, let's just do what we can. Uh, he don't ask anything extraordinary. Uh, sometimes something just as simple as taking a bag of ice over to your neighbor whose ice maker is not working. Put a ziplock bag over your race. Fill it up and take it over. It just makes a world of difference for their day. Yes, Mike. Brother Roger, I uh, helped assist the church in revival uh, some time ago. And, and I remember the, the, the uh, I don't remember exactly where I preached, but uh, it was about loving my neighbor as I sell. And, and I talked about a young man and gave my testimony about a young man who I met playing basketball on Sunday afternoon. I went to church, and uh, my, the church was a, was also a school. And so on Sunday afternoons, um, they would open up the gym for kids in the neighborhood to come in and play basketball, and the preachers there, that little church, like went to national rec league, church league basketball, the, the national, championship game twice. So those preachers knew basketball there, but they knew the Lord and, and they was trying to reach these young people. And I remember going uh, after church. I went to visit church with my cousin. And uh, we were playing and there was this young man there wearing a uniform from the school we went to. And he was very proud of the fact that he was on this school high school basketball team. And he had a little rat tail. That's that little tuft of hair that stuck down. And uh, I thought, okay, there's a follower. I didn't have any respect for him at all. Cause my dad brought me up telling me, you're going to be a leader or you're going to be a follower. And he said, if you're going to be a follower, I don't want to have nothing to do with you. And, uh, and so I had pressure on him, and, 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 and I started to see things his way. As, anyway, that young man, I just had my mind made up. I didn't like him. He didn't come to church. He just come to play basketball. I, I don't think he had ears open to anybody, or I didn't think he did. But the next time I saw that young man, he had started working with us. And then he told his story and his testimony, shared it with us. And I remember when the Holy Spirit convicted me, I asked him would he go uh, ride around with me after work. We got off work at 11. So we rode around about between 1 and 3 in the morning, and he witnessed to me. Waited patiently. For me to show him, tell him everything, and, and then he opened up his little bitty New Testament Bible and started reading the scripture to me. And I got saved that night. And he became one of my dearest friends. And uh, we got very close. And during that revival, uh, I, I, I basically shared that. And then the, the pastor called me a day or two later and he said, Brother Bobby, he said, I got a man at work that is just horrible to me. And I am the him. 
He says, we don't get along. We don't like each other. He's lazy. He does this and that and the other. And he said, he said, uh, he said, but Brother Bobby, after that message that the Lord sent us, he said, I went to him and he said, I apologize to him for not showing him the Christ that dwells in me. And he said, you know something, Brother Bobby? He said, before I left that man, he was in tears and I was in tears and the Lord just blessed him. We, we got along. He said, he said, now... I wished I'd have done that a long time ago. And he said, thank you for minding the Lord. And I thought it was the Lord from the beginning to the end. You know, we think we do stuff, but but it ain't us. And if it is us, it's going to come to naught. But the Lord knows what we need and when we need it. And that young man who I did not like, that follower, he was pretty decent, basketball player, real athletic. Uh, that young man led me to Christ. Actually, we almost got in a fight at a, at a mall one night, and he got arrested, and I got away. <laughs> and uh, it was just a strange circumstance. It was blessing. Anyway, he led me to Christ. He became my dear friend. He taught me how to play the guitar. Um. And then when I looked, I went to look him up, and, and I had, we hadn't talked in years. His son had cancer. Your daughter became pen pals with him, when, when, with his son, when his son had cancer uh, many, many years ago. And that's the last time I saw him when I went to visit him in the hospital. And I got to thinking about him, and I went to looking in social media, and I finally found an outlet that had him, and I joined that outlet just to get in contact with him. Only to find he hadn't posted in a long time. And then I went and Googled his name and found out, found his obituary. He had died in February. And I started looking for him uh, toward the middle to the end of last year. I missed him by a few months. And, uh, and I know that's kind of a sad story. But the happy part is, is somebody that we might think we hate, God, can help us love. Sure. And if somebody is being awful to us, you know, maybe we ought to just go apologizing to them for not giving them something that they can't be mad at. If we give them Jesus, they can't get mad at that. And if they do, they'll be heaping condemnation on themselves. But I, I felt like sharing that this morning because of your devotion. And that, that young preacher... A young pastor called me and he said, Bobby, I apologize to him. And he said, we was both crying and, and forgiving one another. And I said, ain't the Lord good? And he said, yes, he is. And, and I just thought maybe that encouraged somebody. Because it encouraged me when he called me and told me about it. Sure. Well, um, people see you when you do stuff. They know it's too. And I'm going to sit down and I know we're getting along here. But... Um, <coughs> We, we do things to help our neighbor out. She lives by herself. And I've been cutting her grass for a while. And uh, the young man that lives on the other side of her noticed me doing that. And he said something one day. I said, oh, I just do it to help her out, you know. So two or three times this summer, I've heard a lawnmower run and look out there. Chase is up there mowing her yard. So it spreads. It's mm -hmm. contagious. Yes. Goodness yes. is contagious. So, uh, keep, on, keep on doing good.
good looking bunch of people this morning. Y'all look good this morning. It's good to have some folks back that hadn't been here in a couple of Sundays. Hope everything's well with you. Anyone a word before we get started? We're in the fourth chapter of Romans this morning. Fourth chapter. Anyone a word? Paul is going to take uh, this chapter to emphasize one of our basic concepts uh, that we believe in our church. And that is that it's not of works, but faith. Amen. Yeah. And I want to emphasize that before we get started into it so you can keep that in mind because he's going to go into uh, Abraham and some other things. But what he's teaching to me in this lesson, there is nothing... There's no temple I can build. There's no tithe I can pay. There's no work that I can do to deserve or to get salvation. Okay? That's what he's teaching here. Something in our, one of our fundamental beliefs. Salvation is a gift. The only thing I have to do is accept the gift. Sure. Yeah. And as I've said before, salvation is one size fits all. There's only one size dose. Uh, your salvation is no less than the Apostle Paul that wrote this. It's the same size. There's no, there's no degrees. There's no, no steps of getting salvation. Uh, I guess the old Southern way of putting it, you either got it or you ain't. If you get it, you got it all. If you don't, you don't. So, one of our basic beliefs here, all I have to do, who did the work? Christ did all the work. All I've got to do is accept it. Yeah. And he's, Paul's, that's what Paul's going to emphasize here. Now, he's going to talk about uh, the Jews at this time looked at the work of circumcision as being a really big deal. And it was to them. It distinguished them and their natural nation from all other people at the time. But Paul's going to emphasize something else. And it's interesting, he's going to use their, quote, father figure mm -hmm. to make his argument. Uh, he's going to knock off one of their big stumps here. Yeah. And he starts it out saying, <laughs> and I almost would put in parentheses here, okay, folks, let me ask you this. <laughs> What shall we say then that Abraham, our father, notice he includes himself, Paul was Jewish, as pertaining to the flesh, hath found. For if Abraham was justified by works, he hath whereof to glory, but not before God. You know, we, we look at Abraham and all the things, you know, he, he was ready to sacrifice Isaac. He left the land of Ur, left his home, all the things Abraham did. But Paul says if he was justified of works, he could brag about it. If I could justify myself that I did something to get salvation, I could brag about it. For what saith the Scripture? Abraham believed God, and it was counted unto him for righteousness. It wasn't all that he did. It was what he believed. He did all those things because he believed. Right? Yeah. Works is something I'll do because I've been saved. There's the faith, then the works. And that's what Paul is showing these people. It wasn't what Abraham did it was why he did it. Because he believed. And that is what made him the father of faith, was his belief. He believed God would do it. He believed what God said. Now to him that worketh is the reward not reckoned of grace, but of debt. Right? If I do something, there's a debt owed back to me, right? If I work for a man, 
then he has a debt to pay me for that work. But he said to him that worketh not, but believeth on him that justified the ungodly, his faith is counted for righteousness. It was Abraham's belief in his faith that got him such honor with God. And, and I, that's, that's, that's something we've heard all our life. But in a, in a lot of, quote, little R religions around the world, there are things you have to do to, to move up the food chain. But we as missionary Baptists, there's not a food chain. You're saved or you're lost. And it's by faith. There's nothing I can do, no temple I can build. I can't live good enough to deserve salvation. Amen. That God would owe it to me. Yeah. The only, the only hope I have is faith. Belief <coughs> that God... Belief what? Believe in God? No, that won't quite get it, will it? No. I got to believe in His Son. What He did on Calvary. Yeah, His life, His death, and I believe He got to include the resurrection. Yeah. That's what I have to believe in what Christ did. Yeah, that, that's my only hope of true faith with God is believing what Christ did. Yeah. Brother Michael, aren't we glad we don't have to earn salvation? Because we'd be in a quandary. I mean, we see, a, let's say we see a need and we know that if we did it, it would be a good deed. Well, do we rush and do it? so that we can attain salvation? Or do we pass it down to our children because we're worried about them? And so what do you do? Do I do it or do I let my son do it? And, and so if it was my works, and those are the lawyers, they believe that, mm -hmm. then they're in a quandary. They, 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 you know, I don't believe God put, God, I don't believe he makes salvation, or now let's just put it this way. I don't believe God, a loving God, will put His people in a position to where they fail or they help somebody. That ain't the way God designed it. Someone else? Alright, verse 6. Even as David also described the blessedness of the man unto whom God imputed righteousness without works. Now let's talk about this word imputed. Yes. This word imputed. When I am, first of all, let, let's, we've covered this many times, I have no good works. I have no righteousness in me. As, we, as Paul has pointed out and pointed out, I'm, I'm just Adam dirt, and that's the best I can do, isn't it? But by belief, by faith in Christ, Christ, not my righteousness, but Christ's righteousness is imputed in me. Simply because of a simple belief in faith. So when God looked at me before I was saved, He saw a sinful, wicked Michael. Okay? After I'm saved, as far as my flesh, I'm still a sinful, wicked Michael. Do you know that? But when God looks at Michael since that night, He sees Christ's righteousness. He sees you, if you've been saved, He sees you as righteous as you could ever be. Because He sees Christ's righteousness. And I'm good with that. I don't know about y'all, but I'm good with that. Amen. That's why there's an eternal hope of eternal life. If I stood, if, if, and I don't know how it all works, and I'm not sure anybody else did, but if, but if I'm put on trial at the end of life, boy, I've got a witness. Sure. Christ. And he'll say, no, his righteous, I see his righteousness. I see my righteousness. Let me rephrase it. I see my righteousness in him. He's good. He's good to go. By works I'm guilty, but by faith I'm innocent. Amen. 
And I'll, if you don't get anything else, we don't have much time this morning, but if you don't get anything else this morning, salvation is a gift and it's of faith and belief, not works. Yeah. Anyone? We got that. We got it. I hope we do. And it's free to everyone. Yeah. There's no one too far in sin that can't, if they can muster up, and I'll make that point, there's a measure of faith given to every person that ever walks on this earth. Yes. Enough, if they will, to believe to the saving of their soul. Now it's up to us as human beings to muster that up. But if we will, God give me enough, a little measure of faith, enough to believe in Him. Yeah. Now you throw the question out, well, what about the people way over here? Where I don't know, that's God's business. But He's got it under control, and I'm good with that. My favorite saying from my sister, not my day to run the universe. I'll let God handle that. I'll just have faith he knows what he's doing. How about that? Yeah. Ah. Anyone a word? This might be a little bit off topic or, yeah. or whatever, but um, as far as the jewels in your crown when you get to heaven kind of thing that I have heard, and mm-hmm. that's something that is that because I had heard that from because I was raised a different yeah. way. Yeah. Oh yeah. I, I, yeah. So there was that was it. Even though you were saved, you still be saved. Mm-hmm. But I've heard that they they believe that the more works that you do, the more jewels, my crown will be. The bigger your reward in heaven. Exactly. Yeah. And I just don't see how that could happen because we're all going to be. Yeah. I'll go back to what I said originally. They're saved and there's lost. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Our, yeah. Our, our blessings, I have always felt like from what we do is we will uh, reap that here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Because yeah. that's the sowing good seed. Yeah. And that's what I, that yeah. makes complete yeah. sense. Yeah. Yeah. If you'll notice, some places it talks about a crown, but a crown of what? Righteousness. Crown of righteousness. That's what I'll be crowned in. Let me rephrase it. That's what I am crowned in. His righteousness. I'm already crowned in it. We're already saints. Do you know that? Saint Pam. Might as well go ahead and call her that now. (laughs) Just like Saint... Quit shaking your head. Just like we say Saint Paul or Saint whatever. Saint Pam. Saint Pam. Saint Louise. Folks, I'm as saved as I'll ever be. Yeah. And we need to enjoy our salvation. Yes, we do. Yeah. And do good works. And do good works. Yes. Because of it. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I, I have to depend on my works. Oh. I'm, I'm a procrastinator <laughs> by nature. Yeah. I never would get it. Mm-hmm. Do it tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. If, Brother Michael, let me just say this to what Sister Hillary was talking about, but if, you know, if, if you had 75 things in your family and he had 12 and I didn't have two, there'd be some exactly. jealousy and yeah. that kind of stuff there. Yeah. That's not going to be there. Exactly. That's yeah. awesome. like, how can that yeah. be? Jesus yeah. said, God, I don't know that. Yes, sir. In response to that story of the prodigal son, mm-hmm. one that went off and mm-hmm. lived like he wanted to and the other one was on the straight and narrow and the prodigal son came back. You got the same rewards as others. Mm-hmm. Amen. Yeah. 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 And I'm yeah. thankful for it because I am nowhere near same thing. <laughs> <laughs> Only when God looks at That's you. Right. <laughs> and our souls is just as clean yeah. as Paul's. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. think some people look at those phrases uh, literally. I don't think we're going to be walking around with a big old no. body crackle. No. I just don't believe that would be it. Yeah. Something to try to remember where it's at and take care of. Yeah, un- unfortunately, I think we tried to describe an eternal heaven in human words. And it just won't work. And I use the best example the streets are gold. 
Well, let me ask you, what's this street out here made out of? I don't know. Who cares? Well, that's what gold means in heaven. Who cares? They paved the roads with it. It's so upside down from what we see today that we can't grasp it. You know, all I know is my ticket's paid for. That's the only thing I know about heaven. Tickets, well, tickets paid for. There's a whole lot of light there, so much light that there are no shadows. Just light that'll wrap around you, I feel like. And it'll be wonderful. And it'll be the most blessed existence I could ever know. And that's about all I know. That's good enough. I can die with that. Yes, ma'am. In Revelation, it says in, in Revelation 4, uh, where it describes that the elders are around the front, mm -hmm. and they do have crowns, but then it goes on to say that they cast their crowns mm -hmm. at Jesus. Yeah. Think about it. Here they are, you know, the 24 elders, and they take those crowns and cast them down. Because they, and they bow down to the Lord. I just think it says in 24 elders, fall down before Him and sit on the throne and worship. Oh, praise God. It's exactly what he says. Praise Him and worship Him who lives forever and ever. And they cast their crowns before the throne saying, You are worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor and power. For you created all things, and by your will they exist and were created. Yeah. Oh, that's good. That sounds like a spiritual selling out right yeah, there. Yeah, it does. <laughs> Sorry, you good, sister? Hi. We, we, I think I speak for everyone. I speak for myself. I don't believe there's big and little Christians in heaven. Just like there's not big and little Christians on earth. We had an old deacon that sat right there that said all the time, it's level ground at Calvary. Yeah, we all are the, we're all the same. Sure. Anyone else? We're, it's a quick little lesson this morning. But. I, I tell Joyce every once in a while, when you get to heaven, look around, uh, you'll see me somewhere in detention. <laughs> 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 I'd rather be there in detention. <laughs> <laughs> but I kind of think uh, in hell, in cold water, we only have Austin. But if we had another child, and one of them got all kinds of awards and everything. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You more because you didn't want to. Yeah. There was a song that came out a while back, uh, many years ago now, called I Can Only Imagine. Mm -hmm. I can't imagine. I, tried to do that. I can't even imagine it. <laughs> yeah. so. mm -hmm. But uh, that's a movie that's out. If you get if you get a chance to see it, um, it's a true story about the the birth of that song, and it mm -hmm. came through a lot of hardships and a lot of problems and pain. Yeah. And you know, we can so little grasp, or well, honestly, we can't grasp God. That Revelations tells us things that won't be there that we can grasp. But no sense trying to tell us what will be there. We couldn't grasp it. Yeah. I can't grasp eternal life. Living forever? And every day be perfect? The very, very, very best day I've ever had here, that'd be a bad day in heaven. Yeah. And there's only one day in heaven. Yeah. Anyone else? We got I think, Brother Michael, what we can't comprehend, or at least I can't comprehend, is, is all we know here is the ups and downs of life. Uh, today I can be happy mm -hmm. and Tomorrow can be a totally different different thing. Uh, today I can feel good, tomorrow I may not feel good. And to know that we're headed to a place where joy and peace is all the time. We feel confident in that because we've never experienced that. Because a continual joy and peace each and every day, 24-7, we get so thrilled with the day we can't help ourselves. Right. Yeah. One eternal day. Yeah. Anyone else? So let's remember belief and faith for salvation, not works. Not works. Just accepting the gift. How much simpler could God have made it? How much how much easier? What he could have done to make it easier. But you know, that's a stumbling block for some people. That is that easy. 
They feel like they've got to do something. They've got to earn it. But all they got to do is accept it. It's, it's, it's like Christ is standing there with it, and all we got to do is reach up and take it. Yeah, that easy. We'll get to verse 10 next week. Yeah, we will. That's what I was looking for. Thank you. Well, see, now you'll be excited all week. I am. I'll be excited all week. I can't wait.